Hey guys, it's Melissa here from Reiki with Melissa. I wanted to talk to you today about healing your inner child. I know I sort of touched on this in the last couple of episodes, but it's been a synchronicity for me that keeps coming up. I keep hearing that that's part of the work that I need to do. And I feel like that's probably something many of us need to do, especially because we've had this new moon, the blood moon, and all of these lunar cycles that are coming about are bringing about in us like past things, things coming up from the past. And you may have had triggers and things from your past that have come up lately too. And it's really important that we learn how to heal that inner child because we're about to go through a huge transformation. You know, we're all up leveling and opening ourselves up to our gifts and stepping into our power. And when we're doing that, part of the process is that we have to heal the old stuff we haven't healed yet. Because when we don't heal it, it sticks around and it rears its ugly head in things like our relationships, in the way that we're able to manifest our um, either money or our dream job like we're not able to really be in our power and to do the things we want to do unless we heal that stuff so for some of you it may even be causing physical pain for you so I wanted to relate as a story I had sort of an epiphany when I was trying to do some inner child healing and I've already done a lot of work already I know those of you that listen to my podcast regularly I've talked about this before, that my dad and I didn't always have a close relationship, and I was able to heal my relationship with him. But today, I wanted to go back and just look at my inner child and you know what possibly I still need to heal. What are the wounds from being that inner child? And so when I thought back about my childhood, I thought about it was a little chaotic for us because... You know, my parents divorced when I was three, and my mom is a single mom, and she worked full-time, and so that in and of itself is very chaotic, and I'm sure it was not easy having three children and being a single mom. I know it wasn't easy for her, and she also had a kind of chaotic childhood, too, because she had five brothers and sisters, and her dad would often go for the weekend and just do his own thing and left her mom with the kids, you know, and they, that couldn't have been easy either. And so she didn't exactly have like the best model of parenting growing up either. And this is not a blame thing at all, because when you blame people for who you are and what you are, you're playing the victim and we're not victims. We're simply looking at what happened in our lives and we're trying to look at it objectively and also get those emotions out so that we can let it go once and for all and we can heal our stuff so that we move on forward with a clean slate emotionally and we don't keep making the same mistakes over and over again in our relationships because where this keeps showing up for me is in my relationships and I've known this all along but I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't have the tools to know how to fix this for myself. And so one of my missions in life is to help other people learn how to fix this because you don't want to keep going through the same relationships over and over again. And until you fix it, that's what you're going to do. It might be a different person, but you're going to keep experiencing the same type of relationship over and over again. So when I look back at my childhood, one of the things that I realized is that having a single mom, things were so busy and chaotic that oftentimes I felt like I didn't get 
the attention that I wanted. And that doesn't mean my mom didn't do things for us and didn't do things with us. It's just, obviously, there are not enough hours in the day to take each child and spend the time that that child deserves. I know because I've been guilty of this myself with my own children. And my mom's the one who's like, you really need to take them and spend some time with them. Because I think she realizes too, that hey, I should have done that more too. And and now she has the time to do that with her grandkids, but she didn't have the time back then. And I know she knows that, you know, and she, she'll often like make comments to me where I know she realizes like, Hey, I think I should have done that better when I was, you know, raising you guys. And so I know that she had it rough and I know she knows that too. And so this again is not about a blame game. I appreciate all she did for us. It's more about trying to figure out why I do the things that I do in my relationships. And some of you may harbor resentful feelings towards your parents and I I hope you don't, but if you do, this would be another way to let that go too because when you do that, you're only playing the victim and you're acting like the world happened to you. And that's not the case because you're not a child anymore. So if you didn't get the love that you needed and you didn't get the care that you needed, as an adult, it's your responsibility to give that to yourself. You know, you can't help what happened to you as a child, but you can help what you do as an adult. And so it's time to take responsibility and stop blaming your parents and saying, well, if they had been better at this, I'd be better at this. You know what? That's too late for that crap. And it's not going to get you anywhere and it's not going to help you and it it doesn't wash anymore and I'm sorry if I offend some of you but if you're playing the victim game you need to stop you need to grow up and realize that now you are the only person responsible for yourself you have to take care of that inner child if somebody didn't take care of it it's your turn now and I'm going to give you a couple of exercises too that you can do to help you in the end but I'm going to just go through and explain what I did and explained how it gave me an aha moment and it has helped me so far. So I've talked about this radical forgiveness before and I love this worksheet, it's amazing. You can do this for so many people in your life. You can do it for everyone in your life if you feel like it. It always ends up bringing me like an aha moment and some kind of an epiphany about my life. So I decided to do one for my mom today just because of this. We talked about a chaotic inner child I know there are things that I'm holding on to from that. And again, it's not blaming her. It's at all. It's We made this agreement to come here and experience these things to help us learn and grow. I know that for a fact. And so she's just playing her role. It's like if you think of it as being a play, she came down here to play her part and she did it. And I played mine. And we're doing this to learn and grow. So... It takes you through these steps and it you talk about what was the situation? How did it make you feel? How did this, you go through this whole thing and it's only a page like on each side. It's really easy to do and I really, really urge you to do this. When I did this today, I had like an epiphany and an aha moment. My aha moment was that a lot of the feelings that I still carried with me through from my childhood were actually the same feelings that I feel like my mom felt 
through our childhood. And I feel like I was taking on a lot of her emotions because I was like her defender and protector. I felt like I had to protect her if anybody said anything bad about her. You know, when divorce, sometimes families will, you know, take sides. And, and if my dad's family said anything bad about her, I would have to step up and defend her. And like, that was my role. And I was her protector. And don't you dare put my mom down, right? Like, that's my hero. You don't say anything about her. And I know she wasn't perfect, but I also know she tried her best and did her best with what she had. And I know that in doing that, she probably felt overwhelmed. She probably felt humiliated by the divorce because, you know, other people talked about her for having a divorce because it wasn't as common at that time. I know that she probably felt like she didn't get enough attention either. And I know that she probably felt unloved and unworthy because she, you know, her husband left. And so I felt like those were a lot of the same emotions that I took on. So I had an aha moment of like, we're the same person, like we're taking on the same emotions, which helped me understand her a lot more and have a lot more empathy for her and what she went through, but also made me realize that I can't take that on anymore. Like that's not my shit and pardon my language, but it just comes out sometimes. That's not my stuff, right? That's not, that's her. That's all on her to, to take her stuff back now. I can't carry on any of her emotions like that anymore because it's it's weighing me down and in my relationships I have this I would constantly have this fear that like something was going to go wrong, I was going to get abandoned and left and that I wasn't getting enough attention. And those things were all just crap stories that I was telling myself. I was causing the things that I didn't want to happen to happen because I was inside putting those emotions out there. Oh, I'm not, I'm not loved. I'm not getting enough attention. I'm not this. I'm not that. I had to stop that. Like, that's not my story. That's not me. I'm not taking on those emotions anymore because that's not how I feel. I know that if I want to feel loved, if I want to feel secure, if I want to feel safe as an adult, I make myself feel those things. No one else can make me feel that. I have to do that for myself. I have to nourish and protect and cherish my own inner child and feed my inner child. No one else can do that for me as an adult. So if there were things I didn't get as a kid, I can't go back and change that and I can't go back and do anything about that. But I can now give myself those things as an adult. And it made me realize that part of the reasons that I am a little destructive in relationships or had been in the past because I've definitely changed was because I was doing those things without knowing it. Um, I didn't realize why I was doing it and didn't even realize I was doing it. And now I see that those behavior patterns stemmed from childhood. If I didn't feel like I was safe and secure and I'm what, I don't mean like, I don't mean my mom didn't take care of, that's not what I mean. But sometimes when you're not getting the attention you think you deserve or feeling like unstable, and let me explain this. I I need to go back because I'm not sure if I talked about this. I've tried to record this podcast like four times and every time something's happened. Um, 
what I mean by that is in our household, we did not have a structure in that in most households, if your parents will sit down with you and say, these are the rules you have to follow for our house. If you hit your brother, you're going to be grounded for this amount of time. Or if you don't clean your room, you're going to be grounded for this amount of time. We did not have that. And I understand why, because she was barely like just getting through life, right? She was trying to tread water. And they didn't have that in her household either. The thing I've learned since then is once you, when you have structure like that in your household and you sit down with your kids and you say, these are the rules and these are the consequences for breaking the rules, it really makes your life easier. It's more work at first, but it makes your life so much easier. And you don't have to get into this emotional battle with your children. It's just you just say, okay, you broke this rule. This is the punishment. And it really is a lot easier because there's no fighting, there's no nothing, they just know, and it sets healthy boundaries for them, and then it teaches them how to set healthy boundaries for themselves. When you grow up in a house like we did, we never knew where the boundaries were. So if you knocked over a glass of water on the floor one day, it might just be clean that up, but if she'd had a hectic and bad day, it might be clean up that floor and you're gonna, you know, and then there would be a punishment laid. So there was no clear set boundary. We didn't know what the boundaries were until we crossed them. And that's very confusing for children and it's very chaotic. And so that's part of that whole inner child healing work that I needed to do because I didn't know how to set healthy boundaries for myself because I didn't see it growing up. There were no, these are the rules, these are the consequences. You know, we, we knew in school, if you were tardy two times, you got ISS, that's a healthy boundary. But I didn't know how to set that at home, and I didn't know how to set it with my own kids until I read parenting books called Boundaries with Children and Boundaries with Teens. Amazing book. Highly recommend those books. When I read those books, then it all clicked like, oh, yeah, well, we didn't have that at home. Yeah, that would be helpful. And when you grow up in a household like that where you never know from one minute to the next what is going to happen if you break a rule, if you don't even know what the rules are, and that the consequences are different every day depending on what the mood is, that makes you feel very insecure. And so a lot of my own insecurities came from that. And you internalize a lot of that too, because if you get yelled at for knocking over a glass of water, you, you know, obviously you didn't mean to do it, and it's water, it can be easily wiped up, but you take on this emotion of, wow, I must be really stupid or bad to knock over a glass of water and then get this kind of reaction. Like, we aren't emotionally mature enough as kids to not internalize that. And I, uh, I saw this quote, and I don't know if I've said this in this podcast yet or not, because I've had to record it four times. So if I did, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I saw this quote on Facebook. It was so true and also very poignant and sad. When children are emotionally abused, they don't stop loving their abusers. They stop loving themselves. And that's what kids do. So if as a child, you were screamed at for knocking over a glass of water or doing, you know, if you had a household like that where it was very 
unstable because you didn't have set rules and if you didn't know what the punishment was for anything that you did or you didn't know you were breaking a rule because it wasn't set and you didn't know where the boundaries were in your house that leads to feelings of insecurity and that's something you have to work through in healing that inner child because every child needs to feel safe and secure and if you don't then you tend to feel not safe and insecure in your relationships when you're older. And that was a big issue for me was that feeling of insecurity. But I knew that came from within. And in doing this work today and going through the radical forgiveness, I was trying to heal that portion within me that felt insecure, unlovable, unworthy. And it all stemmed from just the type of household we lived in. And again, it's nobody's fault. If you don't have that structure as a child, when you grow up to raise children, you know, when you know better, you do better. But unless you know better, you don't know how to do better. So you just do what you were taught, you know, you parent the way you were parented. And that's what she did. And I don't know if we even knew back then what, you know, that, oh, you have to have some boundaries here, healthy boundaries. I'm not sure that that was talked about a lot. I mean, when you have a baby, no one gives you a booklet on how to raise them. They just hand them to you and tell them, you know, you need to feed them this many times a day and kind of give you a look of God help you and then send you on your way. So we don't come with instruction manuals. It's not easy for anyone. But in doing that deep diving healing work, you are recognizing the patterns that you are still doing in your relationships and you're able to fix those so i'm going to give you some tips now and tools for how to do that deep healing inner child work one of the things you can do is this radical forgiveness i highly recommend doing it i am going to put the link for the website in the description of the podcast but another thing that you can do when you're trying to do your inner child work is you can write your inner child a letter What were the things you needed to hear as a child that would make you feel safe, secure, and protected? What are those things? Those are the things that you can include in your letter. So in writing your letter to yourself, to your inner child, you can start your letter, dear, and put your name there. And you can say, I apologize for not building you up and encouraging you. What happened to you as a child is not your fault. If people did things to you as a child, it was not your fault. Know that I love you and I promise that I am going to take care of you and I'm going to nourish you, nurture you, and protect you. Write anything you want in that letter. What does your inner child need to hear? And you can write it as if you are writing it like your parent. What did you need from your parent? Because now as an adult, it's your job to nourish that inner child. Your parents are done with their role as your parents. Okay, I mean, yes, they're in your life, but they aren't raising you anymore. Now you're on your own. 
don't blame them anymore. Stop playing the victim. Now it falls on you. What do you need to tell your inner child? What does your inner child need that it never got? And if it helps to get a picture of you when you were about five, I always say four or five because I was super cute back then. I'm not really sure what happened, but I love that. No, uh, my brother always says that to me. He's like, oh, you were so cute. What happened to you? It's so great. So get a picture of you from when you were little and write that letter to yourself. Write that letter to that inner child and love that inner child because that is what we need in essence is to love and be loved. When you do that, you're healing that inner child and you'll begin to see your relationships change and the way that you behave and the way that you show up in relationships is going to change for the better. I wanted to pull a card for you before, uh, before I let you go. I have a new deck and it is just beautiful. I love it. It is called the Chakra Healing Deck by the Sage Goddess. And the card that I pulled, and you can't make this up, I just asked the universe to give me a card that went along with what I was talking about today. And what I got was let it go. Release negative attachments. Be centered in body, mind, and spirit. Remember that you belong within Mother Earth's embrace. That Gaia's life force is your own. It flows into you and through you, propelling and protecting you, enshrouding you in peace. Let Gaia hold what is no longer yours or in service to you. And this has to do with your root chakra. I'm going to read you the additional meaning. Since it is a new deck, I don't have all of these memorized. The additional meaning is unresolved grief, loss, childhood trauma, and fears about the future all reside in the root chakra. And over time, those emotions and energies cloud this energy center. When you let go of attachment to these emotions and ground your energy, you're able to make peace with the past and fall into present time. You connect more deeply with yourself, with others, and with your soul path. You feel more safe, confident, and secure in your body. From that centered and grounded place, you are able to heal old wounds and start anew. When you manage where and how you place your will and intention, you bring about personal power and strength. Remember that Gaia is supporting you on your path. Rest still in the wisdom that she will hold what is no longer yours to carry or what is too heavy for you to carry any longer. Ask yourself, do you feel connected to the world around you? Are you able to let go of the past? When do you feel secure in your life? Are you open to receive the earth's support and healing that is available to you? What can you surrender today that no longer needs to accompany you on the journey of life? So it's beautiful. Letting everything go that doesn't serve you. And when you do that deep diving healing work for your inner child, we let go of so much emotion that we don't even realize we're still carrying with us. I didn't realize all of the things that I still held on to until I let it go. It brings about a feeling of personal freedom, peace, 
and love. You can also pray to your angels. You can ask Archangel Uriel and Archangel Raphael and Archangel Michael to come in and help you. Archangel Uriel is there to help heal old past emotional wounds. Archangel Raphael is the healing angel. And Archangel Michael gives us strength and courage and protects us as we go throughout our day. Just pray to them every day to help you with your healing. To help you let go of that that isn't serving you. I hope you guys are experiencing amazing blessings and abundance in your life. And know that if you are holding on to things, that burden is too great. You need to let it go. Give it to God. That peace that you feel when you do is amazing. If you guys are needing additional work and letting go, if you have had a rough childhood, if you're still experiencing a lot of trauma, if you're having difficulty letting go of those emotions, past relationships, or just need some gentle guidance, you can book a session with me. I have some one-on-one coaching packages. I find that most of the time when my clients come to me for Reiki, we spend a good deal of our session just talking and me giving them guidance about what direction they need to go in in their life or how they can heal old stuff. It's super helpful to be able to get that stuff out. We don't always want to face it, but unless we do, it's going to follow us wherever we go, even from this lifetime to our next. But if you can heal it now, you don't have to take it with you anymore. It's like leaving a heavy bag behind. When you go to the airport and you have to carry that big piece of luggage with you, I always feel so much better after I've given it to the ticket counter person because I don't have to carry it with me anymore. I know that's being taken care of. And in the same way, when you do that, when you do that deep diving emotional healing work, it's like you're giving God that huge emotional baggage and you're saying, take it, God. I don't want it anymore. I want to feel lighter and freer and more at peace. And he so wants to take that from you. And I can help. If you want to do Reiki, we can do some chakra healing. We can do some um, cord cutting where we can cut you loose from any of those energetic ties to you that are keeping you stuck. If you need a reading from me, you can get on my website and book a reading with me. We can look at specific issues in your life or we can just give you a general reading. Don't forget that on Mondays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central, I'm going live on Facebook. I will be doing a card reading on Monday, a general three-card spread just for the collective. But I will also be selecting two lucky viewers who are viewing it live for a card reading. And if you watch it on the replay, just let me know. Type in that you're watching it on the replay. Uh, I might start just selecting... A couple of people who are watching it on the replay, who type replay, I might message you with a reading too. So check that out. If you can't be there live, you can still watch it later. And on Wednesdays, I'll be doing a guided meditation, but I'll still also be drawing people to pick a card reading for. So I hope you guys will have a wonderful day. You're not alone in this. This 
painful work that we do is necessary because we're shedding the old and stepping into the new and there's so much more beautiful and wonderful things that lie ahead when we just take that step to let it go and move forward be amazed at the beautiful things that come to you i love you guys so much and i'm so thankful that you're listening please share this with friends if you know of anyone who might be able to use this who might need the healing and please leave me comments and feedback and follow me if you're enjoying this podcast i'm sending you guys massive love and light have a beautiful day bye bye